What is up, people? Thank you for listening in to the seventh episode of Innovations Through Insights. Today, we are joined by Adam Haskins, who is a full-time reseller who, I mean, started it as a side hustle, but then took it on full-time. He quit his job, he went all in, and now he's, you know, doing incredibly well with his business. And yeah, we talk about how reselling really works because it seems easy from the outside but you know there's there's a few more details on the inside they have to learn and you know if you're interested or you, even if you just want to know like just how it works then yeah i highly recommend you listening because he he gives you everything he ex- explains it perfectly which is yeah which is awesome because I, I want to know more and i'm sure a lot of you did as well so before we dive in i have a, f- a few favors to ask if you could drop a follow on the podcast to support the growth, I'd appreciate that. Whether you're on Apple Music, Spotify, yeah, it's one button and it's going to help grow the podcast a lot. And yeah, that's what we want, right? Um, and yeah, if you have any feedback, DM me on Twitter. Um, my link will be in the bio. You can just click it and then DM me and let me know what you think of the podcast. Let me, let me know what you think I can improve and, you know, uh, I appreciate that a lot. And yeah. And the final one, I just want to plug Adam Scores for him. He's got a new course called the Reselling Formula. And it's out in a few days where he goes through his time tested systems and he tells you how to grow a reselling business, like just like he did. So yeah, if you're interested in reselling, then check it out. And yeah, it's we have a great talk. So I'm excited for you to dive in. And yeah, without further ado, Let's go. Enjoy. What's up, man? What's going on, Kieran? How you doing, bro? I'm great, bro. I'm super pumped to get you on here. You know, I want to want a deep dive into some of your storage you know I've, i have a lot of questions to be honest but yeah well, thank you for having me I, I really appreciate it yeah 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 so i mean yeah let's just go straight in um you know tell us a bit about yourself like your reselling journey you know i just want to i you know i know you um quit your job and you know you've, t- you've done this full time now absolutely absolutely so uh so my name is adam uh 29 year old reseller ebay centric for the most part i sell some local uh, some direct buyers. Um, I've been doing reselling, mostly electronics, uh, since what 2018, and that's been the real bread and butter. But over the last couple of years, it's been a huge ramp up into uh, reselling other items too. I, I put my blinders on with electronics, and so I had to open up into getting stuffed animals and getting Hot Wheels and you know accessories for these items. Uh, so that I could start getting better results and start hitting those five-figure months. And, you know, as far as leaving my job, um, I did that. You know, I was working full-time, nine to five, and then I started stepping down. Once my side hustle started getting in the way, you know, I dropped down to part-time hours. This one's actually kind of funny. Not a lot of people, not a whole lot of people know this one. So my bosses at my last job, they they begged me (laughs) when I was part-time hours. They were like, please be store manager. Cause I hustle, man. I run the sales floor and they were like, please be store manager. And I was like, I can't guys, you know what I'm doing? You know, this is going to get in the way. There's a reason I dropped down week later, please, please, please. I was like, no. And so for a third time, they come back to me and they're like, all right, listen, $4 an hour more, please be the store manager. And I was like, you got me till December 31st. <laughs> I, I i committed to that and then dropped back down to my part-time hours uh just 20 hours a week and then in june of 2021 i punched the clock for the last time man hell yeah i remember that i remember you um put out fred like today you know last day working and it was it was high it was just so cool to see you know um, it is so freeing yeah I, yeah I'm, i want to ask you how how much of a difference has your life been since then? Like how different your days been? You feeling like much better? You know, it's uh, it much better. So it's you know, there's a a different kind of pressure that um, 
you know, people need to understand if, if they are intending to become their own boss. You know, a lot of people say, you know, I want to be my own boss because I don't want to work. A lot of times being your own boss means you have to be your best employee. And so you got to put in that overtime at first and you got to really do the work. Um, and I fell victim to that. You know, my first couple of weeks out, I had the real bad, I made it mentality. I made it. I left my job. I'm good. Yeah. And I'm like, wait, the funds, the funds are drying, <laughs> but, the, but the inventory is piling up. Like this is not adding up. So I had to get back into it. So, um, you know, the, the discipline was real. The pressure is still there. But it's a better pressure. It's the pressure of, man, just get up, go do your own thing, run your game, instead of a boss coming and saying, hey, I don't like the way you did this. Hey, you showed up five minutes late. Hey, you can't make a phone call right now. No, you can't go to lunch right now. We're busy, you know. So having control of my time and my day, much better pressure. Yeah. Yeah. And that's 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 incredible, man, because that's a, like, I mean, that's what a lot of people say when they go into like entrepreneurship. They have, like, you know, it's the boss, it's mainly the boss. They have that freedom to make their own choice. And it forces you a lot of the time, if you commit to it, it forces you to go down that self-development path. And ha have you found that um, since you, since you, you know, became like a full-time entrepreneur reselling, have you felt like, you know, you, you've got to be more disciplined. You've got to manage your time. You've got to um, be able to take back control of your life pretty much. You're, it's all you. Yeah, absolutely. I, I know this is going to be mostly for the podcast, but just for the video's sake really quick, I'll show you. I mean, literally just to my left, I have it hung up on things that I can do before and after work, you know, reading, workout, walk the dogs. Um, and then I've got my workday start, you know, for responding to my leads on ads, getting on Twitter, using those engagement groups, and then listing products on eBay. And then I've got my meet times, my post office. You know, so and then at the very bottom, though, at the very bottom, I included a line that says, this is a 10 to 4 p.m. workday because I don't really want to work more than five to six hours most days, to be honest. Um, so freedom for six hours of actually being your own boss. If I commit to this, I will be successful. Do not allow success or temporary money to make me lazy. Yes. I got to up, man. You, you, it's, it's important, you know, because, yeah. you know, people talk about complacency a lot. You know, oh, things aren't going well, but complacency is is just as bad when things are going great. You know, they get that that attitude of like, why do I need to do this? I made a thousand dollars yesterday. Like, I don't need to do anything today. Like, yeah, but you might not make a thousand dollars tomorrow or the next week. So keep it pushing. Yes, absolutely. Complacency that destroys it destroys growth because, you know, you get to that point where you're like, I'm 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 good, you know. I'm set, and then you, you know something hits you hard, and you don't realize it, and you know you're back to square one. But um, yeah, that's that's I like I love that. Um, I've, I know people can't see it, but you know you, I guess you wake up and you look at that every day. It's like yeah, right next to the computer. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a, it's a great reminder, and that's a it's the small like habits like that, that you've got to do, you know, uh, to be able to dive in and really take back control like what your your day and you know it's i'm sure same, you felt that yeah it's the same concept uh, as when someone you know puts up a vision board you know it's it's the same concept of when you put up your monthly goals on a whiteboard like if you're gonna be your own boss then you need to give yourself a schedule or you're gonna be you're gonna feel like you're working 24 7 if you don't commit to a set schedule and i i did not hustle out of a nine to five to work 24 7 that's not the goal <laughs> yeah that's the that's the trap right like people yeah. go in and build a business and then they end up working more and it's that their days completely messed up they don't have any you know self-control and i mean that's part of what being an entrepreneur is you've got to be able to have self-control be able to organize your day and put a lot like align everything together and you know i think I, clearly that's what you've done man because you've got that that reminder up every day I, you know, I got to adjust and I got to be flexible and, and that's just part of the game. And, uh, you know, on the, on the growth aspect, um, you know, it really kind of makes me realize the things like the things that I was a little bit lazy on. Um, so for a while I, uh, I am not a spreadsheet fan. I don't like filling it out. 
<laughs> but after about a month of me doing this on my own, I was like, why am I waiting? Why am I waiting a day or two to fill anything out? Just do it instantly. It takes me two seconds and I can see everything. Nothing gets backed up. Nothing's stressing me. So, you know, there's, there's things that I still have to grow on and I, I'm still working it. Right. And when you made that kind of, you quit your job and you started this business full time, what was the first like week or month was a big struggle and did you have to adjust um or did you have it all down like pretty well uh start off so things were you know it wasn't like i uh it was a pretty seamless it was a pretty seamless transition you know i've already been reselling you know i'd been reselling for a few years um excuse me let me put my phone on do not disturb um so i've been reselling for a few years and it was a seamless transition because I already had my ads going. I already had some regular customers. I already had inventory that was still selling. Um, it was kind of weird at first. I think the hardest part, to be honest, was the the people interaction. I mean, you can probably tell already. I, I'm a I'm a talker. I got the gift of gab, man. I was blessed with it. Yeah. So <laughs> not having coworkers, you know, not having coworkers around to talk to is is really strange because I'm in the house. Um, by myself, I talk to people online, but the face to face and the the voice talk and you know when when people can hear the cadence and the flow and the bounce with my words, like I can't I can't do that anymore. So you know that was kind of a I guess a culture shock um, or a workspace shock. But as far as the actual work itself, nah, it wasn't wasn't bad. Once I got over the I made it mentality and I got right back to work, life was good. Yeah, absolutely. I want to go back a bit into the reselling. So how did you get started there? Because you mentioned you started a few years ago. You've been doing it for a few years. How did that get started? What made you start there? So I got uh, I got recruited by a guy, actually, who works, uh, who, who kind of does the same thing I do on a larger scale because he also does wholesale work, like mad wholesale work, uh, and does retail uh, as well. So he's got like a storefront and everything. He's not just working out of his home office. So I went and worked for him for a little bit. And I realized like, I can make money buying things and reselling for a profit. And then I got involved with this course on Facebook cost me like a little over $1,000. But um, this is before I got on Gumroad courses and all that stuff, you know, so I, I didn't know. But I got in this course and I learned a few more things, picked up a few more tricks along the way. And then I was just like, you know what? I can do this on my own. And so I started that as my side hustle because I worked for him, though. It was a conflict of interest, you know, and no hard feelings. Me and him are still friends. I still sell to him. Um, he's actually, you know, one of my direct buyers who I can just sell to local, which is really great. So, you know, but it was a conflict of interest. And so I just wanted to be honest with him. Like, hey, man, I'm doing this. If I can't work here anymore, that's fine. He's like, yeah, you're good, man. You got two weeks, get another job. I was like, all right, cool. And that's how I got started. First first sales were some uh, old dusty computer fans that I was pulling out of dead laptops. And I'm not ashamed to say it. I, I play Magic the Gathering, uh, like with the physical cards sometimes. And so I had a uh, – I'm not. I don't have like a massive collection or anything, but – I had a few good cards, you know, that sold for 25, 40 bucks, 30 bucks. And all of a sudden, you know, I'm selling these computer parts, $15, $10 and boom, you get a hundred, hundred, 200 bucks and flip it into a phone. It just goes from there. It's crazy, man. Like there's so much opportunity around there as well. Um, Big time. And do you specifically, is it phones you specifically flip or is it a bit more broad now? Um, Definitely, definitely broad. I, I get into, so I've got, um, I have ads out for game consoles. I've got ads out for tablets. I've got ads out for phones. Uh, and whenever people meet with me, you know, I will talk to them and ask them, what else do you have? You know, cause sometimes people have things that I don't necessarily want to put ads out for, uh, but they will have them in good condition. Like one guy had a, uh, uh, not an Echo B, the Nest thermostat. He had a Nest thermostat that he won in some company raffle or Christmas auction or something like that. And he was like, I don't ever want to use it. Still sealed up. And I was like, 
yeah, I'll buy that. <laughs> like, yeah, I'll definitely buy that. And then, you know, there's uh, several groups out there for leads. Um, so keeping an eye on those as well, you know, keeps the inventory diversified. Awesome, man. That's it. There's obviously going to be a lot of people who don't understand like the reselling part, like, you know, buying something and selling for more. So, I mean, obviously it's a quite a big process um, and I've dived into it a little bit as well. And it's, it's really, it's, I mean, it's such a good opportunity for people, but um, can you explain flipping like for yeah. a complete beginner, like the fundamentals, you know? Okay. So the fundamentals, the, the, the most frequently asked question that I get is how do you get, how do you get the phones for cheaper? How do you make profit off of these phones that people are listening? And I tell them it's all about negotiation. You know, if somebody and it's and it's also about shifting the conversation when you can't. So if you have a phone, you can get on Marketplace, Craigslist, whatever. And you see somebody has a phone listed for five hundred dollars and you're like, would you consider two hundred and fifty there? They're going to tell you to buzz off. You know, they're going to they're gonna laugh you out the door. But if you have an ad out on Facebook, a free one, let's say you put one of those dusty computer parts out on Facebook with a sticky note on it. says, hey, I'm looking to buy other things too. All of a sudden people say, what will you give me? And there's a huge shift in conversation there because all of a sudden the ball is in your court. They don't know what their item is worth. They don't have something in their head already that you have to break down. Breaking people down, you know, with reach outs and stuff is still something I like to do every now and then. You know, if I see something that's been listed up for a few weeks, I'm like, hey, look, this hasn't sold for you. I will give you cash right now for it. Um, but I really I really don't prefer it. There's a whole lot of song and dance. You know, they're like, oh, I'm wanting 600. You're offering me blah, blah. Like, I'm not the refund store. I'm doing this for a profit. Uh, and then, oh, let's see. So fundamental. Sorry, I get <laughs> I get lost. <laughs> Fundamentals with flipping. Um, in, a, in, in a sentence, it is buying your items low and reselling them for a profit. That's it. Yeah. I buy items low and I resell them for a profit. And that can be with electronics. That can be with cooks. You know, when people combine, you know, people go and buy the discounted gift cards online. And then they'll combine them with reward points. And then they'll, you know, use some cash back points on their credit card. And all of a sudden they own this product for very, very cheap and they can resell that for a profit. You know, there's tons of different ways to do it. Um, flipping phones, though, and flipping game consoles and laptops. Those are things that everybody, for the most part, has and upgrades regularly. And we don't even have to worry about that because companies like Apple pop out new phones every year they do the work for us it's fantastic yeah yeah it's so true man and i think so would you say electronics is definitely the way to go because i know there's quite a few other flippers on twitter who you know flip toys i believe and just flip other you know sort of items and is electronics have you found that to be the sweet spot for you electronics was a sweet spot for me partially because i you know partially because i worked uh, in computer repair. So I actually worked for Apple service providers for a few years um, before I started getting into reselling and stuff like that. And that was, that was actually my last job. You know, as I worked down part-time, I was working for a local authorized service provider. So, you know, my, I love technology. I always have. So it's kind of natural for me to get into it. I know the value of the things. And, and so I was able to make those offers, but the reason I keep saying reselling instead of flipping is because the, the flipping got associated with phones like exclusively. Um, I don't know how, and that's okay, and there's nothing wrong with it. But when you resell everything, that's when that's when things crank up. If you're only looking to buy phones, you've got your blinders on. You're not seeing the broken PlayStations. You're not seeing the broken Xboxes. You're not seeing cracked iPads. You know, you're not seeing uh microsoft surface you know you're not seeing these kinds of things so um you know i, I really had to to broaden it from phone flipping to reselling <laughs> yeah and that makes a lot of sense actually and i was listening to i think it was kind of a podcast of joe hart you know um politics yeah. and profit uh -huh. and he was speaking about so in reselling, you know he comes across some people who you know ask what he does and he says 
you know, I'm, I resell and they like, you know, some people get annoyed at him. Some people, you know, look at him weird. Have you come across that? You know, have you come across, I want like your best story of who you've come across to set, selling to or like, you know, oh, buying from. Uh, <laughs> let me think here. I think <laughs> my, I think the, the, the weirdest was when I was talking about it and talking about my plans to do it full time. When, when people saw me going from a side hustle, because everybody can resell as a side hustle. Everybody does. You know, all people have a little bit of a side hustle these days. Most people do, at least. And it was when I started talking about doing it full time and leaving my job, people were like, yeah, but who are you going to work for? And I was like, me. <laughs> and like, but how will you have a job? Me. <laughs> well, how are you going to make money? Well, Me. So, you know, that it, it was a, it was a huge shift. Um, but again, uh, because I've been doing it for a few years, most of the people in my life, they are like, man, you, you're already on it, run with it. And as soon as I filed my LLC, honestly, that's when people started taking me a lot more seriously. That, that when, when I talk to people, you know, I got the logo on the shirt, I got the business cards, you know what I mean? It's, it's a thing and it looks very legit. It is very legit. I pay my taxes, unfortunately. And, you know, it's a, it's a business, you know? So now I say I resell, I get to, excuse me, I get to start by saying, you know, I'm a business owner. Well, what do you do? Well, I resell items online. And then they're like, well, what kind of items? I'm like, everything. <laughs> they just don't get that, you know? And I'm like, no, really though, everything like Hot Wheels, Pillow pets, Lego sets, phones, computers, gaming consoles, anything I can get my hands on that'll move. That's so, that's incredible, man. And it's it must be such a weird concept for some people to understand. I mean, even like when you're starting, you're probably like, wait, this actually works. You can make serious amount of money doing this. And I mean, yeah, how did so when you got into it, were you kind of, you know, you weren't, you weren't sure about it or were you like, you realized this works, I, I want to do this, you know? So it, at first I was, it was, it was when I had the blinders on that it was just a side hustle, you know? Um, I'll be really, one of my first members, he, he told me that I was addicted to uh, making small money. You know, some of my first buys, you know, um, were these wholesale buys because again, that's where I kind of picked up the trade. Uh, was with this wholesaler. So I was like, okay, I need to get in the wholesale items. And so I was buying up 500 iPad cases, 200 iPhone 6 cases, you know, getting these things for pennies on the dollar. And they would sell a few times a week, but it's like a $15 sale, $10 sale. And I thought I was the man making, you know, an extra, you know, thousand bucks a month. Like that, that was great. But my mentor was like, dude, are you not looking for any of this other stuff? Like all the major electronics that I listed. And I was like, no. And he's like, well, you're leaving a whole lot of money on the table. He's like, try some ads out. As soon as I put these ads out, people started going nuts. They're like, yo, I need cash. I was like, all right, cool. And we all know, you know, some of these big box retailers, they don't pay as much for, you know, the used consoles or broken consoles. If I can pay five, 10 bucks more, I just tell people, look, I'm paying more and you're supporting a local business. That, yeah. that usually closes. <laughs> yeah, that makes a lot of sense. And that, yeah, that's that's pretty cool. Like you said, um, you're like the full-time business now, the LLC, everything, you've really gone into it. And for someone who's interested in reselling, how, how do you turn it from a side hustle to a full-time business? What kind of changes did you make for that, for be able to say, you know, I'm a business owner, I'm not just doing this for an extra, you know, yeah, I'm a couple bucks a week, you know, like I want to actually make this like a full-time business. What kind of, you know, changes happened? So here's the change that happened. It, it, it's in, in one sentence. If you run your side hustle like a side hustle, it will always be one. If you run your side hustle like a business, it will become one. That mentality of a side hustle is usually just to get some extra money for people to, once they have, you know, their bills covered, they have some, some play money. But when you treat it like a business and you put the play money and the profits back into it, that's when you start to scale and see the growth. It's when you reinvest your profits that things grow. 
And all of a sudden you're like, wow, this is actually, and when the, the thing I hate, you know, the spreadsheets, when you start putting it on a spreadsheet, you know, it's not just a side hustle where I'm letting eBay keep track. I am watching every single penny as far as shipping and packing materials and things like that. And so when you run it like a business, you can see it, you know, things that you can track, you can scale. So I, I'm, I keep looking off, um, at my spreadsheet right now. And, you know, I'm seeing exactly where my money needs to be going. You know, it needs to be going, uh, more ads need to be going into computers right now, which actually makes sense, uh, considering school just started. So that, that actually makes a lot of sense now that I think about it. But, uh, that's, that's how you go from side hustle to business. And then to take the leap, cause I had a, a real one foot on the boat one foot on the dock syndrome for a while that that paycheck security is really nice you know knowing that you can go somewhere tag in and you'll get paid is a is a very comfortable feeling nobody likes getting harassed by their bosses or micromanaged but getting a steady paycheck is is still nice but when you when you finally say things like okay for me to leave my job i need to have X amount of dollars in my business account. I need to have X amount of dollars already circulating and I need to have X amount of dollars in the safe as cushion for, you know, six to eight months, just in case I fall on my face. Um, when you make those moves, running it like a business, setting deadlines or, or benchmarks for, you know, how much money you need to have to leave and committing to it, with that discipline, that's the recipe for success. That's the formula right there. Yeah. Yeah. That's so true. You got to like, you got to really, you can't, you know, this is small things. Like if you're reselling, a lot of people won't check their charts, right? They won't look at the shipping. They'll kind of, you know, they'll, they'll brush that aside. But if you want it to be a business, you got to take control and really analyze everything. And you know, it's, that's how you grow it. And um, so with the wholesaling, is that something you kind of, is that, that's like bulk buying, right? You would go and you'd buy a bulk yes. and then you sell for more. Is that kind of, for people who don't understand that, could you explain a little bit? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So wholesale, wholesale work is always great because that is when you have an opportunity without even having to negotiate for the most part um, to really drive the price of an item down. You know, it's the same kind of concept if you go to the grocery store. You buy a single onion, it's going to cost you this much. You buy a bag of onions, all of a sudden every single onion is going to be half or a quarter of the the cost, you know, so buy the whole bag. You know, it's that same concept with phones, with um, uh, adapters for like gaming console controllers, the controllers themselves, headsets, Bluetooth pieces. Uh, Bluetooth radios or the Bluetooth speakers, like it's buying a hundred of them at once and, and really dropping all that money. But you have, because you've gotten a hundred pieces, you've driven the cost per unit down low enough that you can make a profit when you do resell. Yeah, that makes, um, would you say that's the most effective way of doing it? Is that what you do a lot? I do a little bit of it. Uh, I do a little bit of resell, of wholesale work. Uh, with random items that I trickle sale. And I, when I say a trickle sale, that is something that I refer to as like those items that I was talking about earlier with the iPad cases, you know, like I got 500 of them. <laughs> they're not going to all go away tomorrow, but you know, they're selling 15 bucks a piece every couple of days and I own them for 25 cents or less. I don't even remember. Um, and I've been sitting on them for a year now and I'm still rolling through them, but like, I bought all of them so cheap and I've made more than triple my money back. It's like, no, I'll let it trickle sell. I consider those things items that pay for, you know, my shipping and my packing costs. When it comes to flipping wholesale, excuse me, when it comes to reselling wholesale with like phones and electronics, that one is, is good to know people. That's when you need to know people. You're not going to wholesale very well on eBay or online uh, to people you don't know, you're going to want to find shop owners, local shop owners, shop owners in another state, in another country, whatever. And you're going to say, Hey, listen, I have all these things. 
And I just call it bricking them out. So I posted a, a video once where I picked up like 150 phones. Man, it was, oh my gosh, it was payday for me. And uh, I picked up these 150 phones at once and I bricked them out five, 10 pieces at a time. You know, and when you do that, it's it's not like I'm making, um, you know, 40, 50% profit margins on these things, but I'm moving five pieces that make me 50 bucks all at once. And so I got 250 bucks, bam, there's a sale, boom, 250, bam. Like, it's just about breaking out, breaking it down, brick it out. <laughs> uh, yeah, I love that. And that's definitely, I guess it definitely depends on the item, right? Because it's what's in demand, what you need to, you need to know what's selling. Yeah, definitely. Well, you need to know what's selling. And then this is, this is one of those things. So wholesale work um, for me, because I'm, you know, largely in the electronic space, you know, I am in some Facebook groups where I can reach out to people or I can even just list uh, in these groups and say, Hey, I've got, you know, a hundred pieces of this. This is the money for a take all or, you know, 10 piece minimum at, you know, X dollars. If it comes to something that I don't know what it is, like iPad cases, you know, iPad Air 2 cases, think old, outdated things, PlayStation controllers or whatever, excuse me, those things usually go on eBay. Um, because when you, when you ask me that question, you have to know what's selling. Everything is selling. Everything is selling. eBay has connected the entire globe to be a global yard sale basically is it's awesome so somebody is looking for what you have and you might you might think there is no way there is no way that somebody is going to buy this you list it and you see what happens in a week it will sell <laughs> it's it is honestly crazy because uh, anyone around the world um can like act buy what you have and right like, and i see this all the time with like you know, resellers, they say, you know, you're going to have something in your house that you don't need and it's going to sell for some good profit as well. And someone around the world, even if you don't think it, someone around the world is going to want what you have. Yeah, exactly. Some Someone on the planet wants what you have. And eBay has, you know, they've got their global shipping program. So uh, usually in the country that you sell in, you know, you ship it to one of their, they call it the GSP global shipping program, you ship it to a GSP center, and then they take care of all of the, the rest of it for, you know, import, export, whatever, you know, you don't have to worry about it. You just ship it in country like you would anything else. And it's pretty easy. They make it pretty smooth for you. Yeah. And that's, that, I mean, there's, it's, there's so much access now. It's insane. Like the internet, you can, you know, anywhere around the world, you can access so much now. And that's, and that's how like reselling has worked so well. You know, this is the development of the internet, and it will continue to work even better over time, right? It's gonna be, it's a, it must be a growing hustle, don't you think? No, oh, absolutely, and it's only gonna, it's only gonna grow more, especially now. You know, um, it, I mean, we we know what uh, the coronavirus, you know, COVID nineteen has done. You know, it really rocked the world. A whole lot of people moved to e commerce, and I don't see it stopping. You know, people like being able to just order something and have it arrive at their doorstep within a few days. The trust in that was forced on eBay and Facebook Marketplace and other platforms because people couldn't go out. And all of a sudden they realized, oh, you know what? Buying online really isn't scary. It's really not sketchy. And if I do need to have a return, it's just a store like any other. Right. And in the last year, it's just been crazy. Like e-commerce has grown a tremendous amount, like more than ever before. And like you said, that trust has now been engraved. So from now on, it's just going to grow, grow, grow until pretty much most of the population is. I mean, the most population are using it, but like almost everyone will be using it. And that's just just more people to sell to, right? Yeah, man, that's it. That's it. More eyes. More eyes is great. You know, more eyes on your items uh, means more sales for your items. So. Um, the more people that get, you know, with e-commerce and, and get people buy on Amazon all the time, you know, he, it, Bezos is like the richest dude in the world, right? Or at least publicly. So, you know, like 
people buy on platforms that they trust. eBay's been around for a long time, but at first it was a, I don't know about the seller. But now eBay has a really good uh, buyer protection. Uh, they do a little bit of seller protection, but it's really focused on the buyer. That way they keep coming back to eBay. And that helps out people like me, people like you who may want to start or anybody else who's listening who may want to start. Like it does not have to be you building a brand. eBay is the brand. You just need to take a picture of your item and list it. That's it. crazy. Yeah. So yeah. so much access. And I want to like I want to go into your so you've got a new course, right? And I and it's about time you release this, I think. Uh the reselling formula. Right. Man. That was it. So I'm actually, oh, boys, it's all good. So the reselling formula it goes into a little bit more uh, depth on what we've been talking about today. You know, I, I do some deep dives on um, how I've done my ads, uh, how I do my negotiation. Um, when I tell people, you know, because, you know, when you run your own thing, also, I want to point this out for anybody considering. Uh, entrepreneurship or, or business ownership when you run your own thing you do not have to be a customer service punching bag anymore you don't have to sit at the counter while someone just reads you the riot act and runs you up and down and tells you all these things that are 100 not your fault and i know that everybody who has ever worked a job has experienced that they've always had they've had at least one customer go off on them for something that is totally out of the employee's control. When you run your own thing, you can tell people to knock it off with the attitude. <laughs> and yeah, <laughs> and, yeah I, I'm not saying like, I'm not saying be rude, but when someone starts getting out of, out of hand with you, you can be like, Hey, listen, knock it off with the attitude or this is not going to go any further. Cause who are they going to report you to? You? <laughs> <laughs> I love you're that. The, you're the exactly. boss. <laughs> yeah. You're the boss. So my reselling formula talks about, you know, negotiation tactics. Um, I, I've got the four cornerstones of what I believe, uh, what I know has worked for me to, to really build a successful reselling empire on, which is ads, comp checks, lead groups, and negotiation. When you have those four things down, you have a very solid foundation to keep building upon. The ads will keep people coming your way. Um, you know, comp checks, appraisal mastery, whatever you want to call it, you know, knowing roughly uh, what something is going to sell for on eBay um, or to your direct buyer or to wherever you're selling, that's important because you want to be able to offer strong. And then negotiation, no, excuse me. And then we've got lead groups. That way you can always kind of keep your eyes peeled for those wholesale opportunities or even just some one-off items, you know, like even if it's just uh, like the Hot Wheels that I get, for example, those aren't wholesale, um, but some of the lead groups I'm in, you know, they'll be like, hey, listen, this collectible Hot Wheel that's going to drop is going to be, you know, a $25 profit item and you pay $40 for it to get shipped. You put another label on it, ship it out, cha-ching. It's silly. And then you have negotiation mastery, which I think is very, very important because that's your biggest opportunity to increase your own profit margin. You know, people are afraid sometimes, I think, uh, you know, with side hustles and the internet thing, I think people think e-commerce means you do it all online. And I have found the best tactic to be a hybrid of doing local things as well as online. You can talk someone down in price or, you know, explain to them or educate them on, on why the item isn't worth this much or, you know, if they just need cash immediately, that's also a very strong pain point to deliver and, and make the close. And then you resell online. If you buy from Amazon to resell on Amazon, you're going to be looking at pennies. If you buy on eBay to resell on eBay, you're not going to be looking at a whole lot of profit. That's that's a tough one to do. Um, so buy local, sell online. That's that's my main bread and butter. Love it. Yeah, and I'll link I'll link the course below because people should check this out. I believe like. You know your stuff, man. Definitely, I've spoken to you. You know, you've educated me on um this whole realm, and like it's it's really interesting and it's awesome, man. It's fun, man. You know, I I love this. I love this game. You know, I and even even with the course creation, 
um, which was part of the growth, by the way. You know, I, I, I think that creating this course and, and helping teach people will help me uh, improve my own skills as well. By teaching, I will be able to say, oh, wait, no, don't don't do this. I've actually learned that you should do it this way. You know, so teaching is always a good way mm. to learn as well. Yeah. So very excited to share it. Yeah, it's going to be it's so awesome man, that you're doing that. And I genuinely think like reselling is one of the best, especially if, you, if you're looking for a side hustle that could, like, you know, has scalable, you know, opportunities. Um, reselling is one of the best ones to go with because, you know, it's, it's not complicated. You don't have to spend months learning a skill. Um, you know, it's everyone understands it pretty much. I mean, there's obviously some details. Which, I mean, take your course and then, you know, you've got them down and, uh, yeah, would you agree? Like, it's just kind of anyone, anyone can do it. Anyone. Anyone can and everyone should. Uh, because not only, you know, because a lot of people uh, talk, you know, for example, you know, they want to invest in the stock market, but they say, you know, oh, I don't have much to start with or blah, 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 or whatever. It's like, that's fine. Go resell some stuff and get some capital built up. You know, I, I, even, I even talk about that. You know, if you don't want to scale, this into a full-blown business or anything like I have, it is, in my experience, the fastest way to build capital. You you build capital so fast. You, know, you can make a few hundred dollars off of one phone in a day. And that that's crazy. Because then you can take your, you know, the money that you use to buy the phone and you can still keep that, you know, and use that for whatever. I would recommend recycling it you know, like into your business, uh, but you can take your profits and you can put them wherever you want to. You know, if, if your profits are going towards the stock market, do it. But reselling will get you more capital to get there. Right. And it's exactly. And it's such a great way to, like you said, build capital quick. Like if you're looking for, you know, some money, even if it's on the side, but like I just, like you said, like people should take it as a full-time business if they're serious about it, because that's how you, like seriously kind of ch change your life. Like I'm sure you did, you know, um, yeah. and that's it, man. Like you just gotta, you sort of like pick some, would you say like when you're starting, you gotta pick a certain item or do you think it's a lot better to go broad and just learn like the kind of different sectors of reselling, you know, like different item sectors. So my recommendation would be to, it's kind of the same thing. Uh, I think that, advice for any stock market investor would give um go with what you know go with what you know you know i know iphones i know samsung's ish i know gaming consoles you know you, there's certain things that you just know the value on and that's why phone flipping uh is is always like the, the phone flipping that's just a phrase nowadays you know people know what that is um that's an easy one to start because apple has market share over most of the phones on the out there these days uh and if not it's samsung um or maybe motorola but the the top three there those are good you know the value they have brand recognition so there's less risk involved if you start getting into things like um, off-brand, uh, let me I'm just let me let me spitball here. So if you get into something like an off-brand, if you get into some weird off-brand Android tablet, and you don't even know the brand name, you you are gonna have a hard time uh, knowing what your profit margins are going to be. And so when mm. you're first starting, I recommend staying away from those types of items because that's, those are risky. You know, I've had some pay off and I've lost some money on things like that before. Things that I just didn't a hundred percent know, couldn't really find what the sales were on eBay. But if you look up any iPhone model or any Samsung model, you will find what it's selling for on eBay. So that's where I'd recommend starting. But even if, you know, iPhones, you know, you don't have a penny. So let's say you're moving clothes, you know, you want brand name stuff. You want Nike, Polo, uh, Puma. You want, you know, those kinds of things that people know, even pre-owned. Like, okay, that's solid quality. 
Right, yeah. It's about like kind of brand recognition and brand recognition. Like, I like that. Sell what you understand, buy what you understand, you know. Um that's a great way to go. And I think mean, just reselling in general is just such a it's such a great hustle to start because you you know, all you need is, you know, eBay, you need Facebook, you know. Which one would you say to start with, eBay or Facebook? Or is it both kind of they both have great opportunities? Both, definitely both. Um, because you you will you'll always make more profit when you sell local, hands down. Um, people go to eBay because they want the deals, but it's a it's a give and take. You know, you get the profit and you get leads, and you also can build you know a business page for free on Facebook. Leveraging free platforms is crucial when you're starting any side hustle. Excuse me, you know, because when you have something that is a free platform that you can advertise on or post on or interact with your community, that's awesome. You know, people on Facebook Marketplace, for example, they can give you, you know, ratings on how you're doing as a seller or whatever. And you get a few of those built up and all of a sudden, like we talked about, people trusting in e-commerce nowadays, they see, okay, they've got five-star ratings or whatever. Like this is not going to be some sketchy situation. Let's go. Let's get this money with this with this person. And on eBay, you really don't have to worry about things because there's no negotiation. You know, kind of like when I was talking about earlier with somebody listing an iPhone for $500. If you're the one listing the iPhone for $500, you are going to get messages people offering wild trades, wild trades, lowball gutter offers. Um, on eBay, though, you list it, they buy it, you ship it. That, that's why I'm a big fan of eBay. It's a lot less song and dance. Uh, yeah, that's awesome. And it's so, yeah, you would say go with both. I'm kind of you follow the process, then you have both. And then you, well, like we go back, you, you pick an item, pick an item that you know. And then, I mean, you, you find an offer, you look at, because I remember when I was doing it, there was like, there's market value, right? Do you use that often to understand like how much thing? should be going for like what's the average like like msrp stuff yeah 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 so sometimes um but really the best way to do it is uh to just look at what has sold recently you know and and go off that 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 tells you what the market value is the sticker on the box the manufacturer suggested retail price that doesn't that 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 goes out the window as soon as you're online. So those Kate, those iPad cases that I sell, for example, um, the MSRP sticker on there says $79.99. I am selling them for $14.50. <laughs> you know, and that, that's because that's what iPad Air 2 cases are selling for now. Like just because it's Kate Spade doesn't mean somebody wants to spend $80 on a case for an iPad that they could probably buy for $80 to $100 anyways. So you yeah. got to go. You got to go with what has sold uh, to kind of understand that market value, and and that's what I mean about um, you know your comp checks, you know checking comparable items that have sold. That'll give you you know your appraisal value. Right. So yes, kind of using eBay, using like Facebook, seeing what's selling, mm-hmm. and then understanding that, and then you know picking up items for less, and then selling it for that value, like value or more than that value, you know. That's it. That's it. You know, and, and it's crazy, you know, because it's not like, so if you break it down, right, let me see here. So this is kind of a, this was kind of one of the larger purchases I've made in the last couple of days. I bought this iPhone 12 pro max. Um, it is, it's one of the Pacific blue ones and I was able to get it for, uh, $500 and my direct buyer pays $700 for it. When you have a direct buyer, you can skip eBay fees. eBay fees are, um, and I talk about this a little bit more in the reselling formula on, on how to get them, who my direct buyer is, etc. cetera. Um, like I actually give you my direct buyer. So, uh, you know, he bought it for 700 and it cost me $7 and 10 cents uh, to ship it out. And so that got me $192 in profit. Uh, but that's 27.8%. Mm. It's, not, it's, not like, it's not like I'm out here saying you're going to make 50, 60% on these phones. You know? and, and a lot of people, when they resell, that's what they want. 
They want yeah. to buy something so cheap that they can like double or triple their money. And it's like, you're going to lose if you go at it that way. You need to be able to accept 25%, you know, 15% sometimes. You know, if it's like a thousand dollar purchase, I am happy to make a 10, 15% on it because that's still 100, 150 bucks for the same amount of time negotiating for anything else. Right. Yeah. And it's kind of that, it goes back to that consistency, like just keep on going, learning, and you'll see results, right? Yes. Always be learning. Always be learning. Great, man. Yeah, this has been an awesome conversation. I've loved this. Um, I've learned a lot, and I hope lots of others have learned a lot. And yeah, just plug anything you've got, Adam. Or, you know, man. So I've got, you know, I've talked about the reselling formula. Um, it is, so I'm in, I'm United States based. So it's uh, the 31st. I'm going live in four days with the launch. So, you know, if you want to learn a little bit more about my methods and stuff like that on hitting five figure months, definitely tap into that. Let me shout out uh, my Twitter family. You know, I, I, I got big love for Twitter too. So for any, any hustlers out there, on this podcast that are listening, definitely tap in uh, and, and give us all some follows on Twitter because you will get encouragement, you will get motivation, and you will get so much support from people who genuinely care about you and want you to succeed. It is, it is a whole different world when you dive into money Twitter. Even if you're, you know, like I, I want to, you know, be one of those guys that's, you know, running up affiliate sales of, you know, twelve fifteen hundred dollars a week but honestly i just have fun on there sometimes so shout out twitter family shout out thorough family um shout out affiliate grandmasters uh, that's a great group uh for anybody who's getting new into money twitter wants to learn some hustles um that can pay you from your phone and stuff like that and uh i don't really think i have anything to plug i just want people to know that they, they can do this they can do this and they can free themselves in whatever capacity they want. Even if that is just working part-time hours. Sometimes sometimes people just want to work part-time hours and, and work a 20-hour week and still make some money, you know, supplemented. You know, 40-hour work weeks, though, you don't have to do that to, to survive. That's what I want people to know the most. Absolutely. I, yeah, totally. Like, you, is people seem to think they're stuck in their lifestyle, but no, you can get out and... Clearly, you've shown, you know, you're, you have a full-time business reselling, which to many people else can be crazy. But, I mean, when you, like, join, like, Twitter and stuff, you see the people. Kind of, <laughs> right. You see, like, the businesses people have, and it's incredible. Yeah. It is. It is. Amazing, man. Yeah, thank you for coming on, Adam. And, yeah, guys, yeah. check out his reselling formula coming out in four days, right? Am I right? Yep, that's right. September 3rd, we're going live. Releasing four, yep. And I'll drop it below in the description. Yeah, I think people should check it out. Even if you know you're slightly interested, you just want to understand the um, you know reselling like I did. And yeah, highly recommend it. Um, anyway, man, appreciate it. Man, Kieran, you're awesome, man. Thank you so much for having me. Awesome, guys. Thank you for listening, and see ya.